0: Hi, kids, and welcome to the Fiction Fun House! Yay! We've got all your favorites here. There's Hercule the Pig Boy. I teach
1: wizardry.
0: What? Uh, why is he, he a pig? There's Rumbling Rabbit. I'm a bad motherfucker. Wait, And I'm confused. And our newest puppet, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That's who I am. My name is Dwayne Johnson. I'm a human man, not a puppet.
2: Well, I've just got a bunch of questions there, but the theming is just all over the place. <laughs> and it's all here
0: on the Fiction Funhouse. That's that's not even the name of the show. <laughs> Welcome to Fun Fiction, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, and they call me Johnny Large Meat,
2: <laughs> Scotty Moore. And I've been known to wrestle with my mania. I'm Meg Danger.
0: But we couldn't do this alone. We had to outsource. We had to bring in
1: Lily. I'm I'm here also. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we still haven't learned how to properly introduce our guests or adequately prepare them for that thing we do at the beginning of our show (laughs) yes (laughs) i was
1: desperate i was trying to come up with another uh uh, funhouse character that i could that i could be um but uh fuck what is the the vince puppet called Vince. Well, no, I think it's the boss, maybe?
2: He's got evil devil horns, I don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. (laughs)
2: It's bad, bad McMahon.
1: Well, anyway, that's good (laughs) shit. There we go. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
0: that's my favorite, probably my favorite thing, because for once, Megan got to be the one sending me a shit ton of messages while watching something that I forced them (laughs) to watch. And the very first thing, very first thing was, is that a vince mcmahon puppet just freaking the fuck out about it because today we're talking about none other than wwe superstar bray wyatt i think it's our first time i think this is the first time we've ever done an episode on just a human person living in the world and not a concept or movie (laughs) i'm glad to be here for it
2: yep just just a human man yeah. As yeah. you do. And,
0: oh, wait, I guess we should probably discuss why Lilith is here. Because I feel, I feel like if anybody was qualified <laughs> to talk about the Firefly Funhouse, it would be the host <laughs>
1: of the Big Match Minute. Yeah, uh, I've spent uh, an inordinate amount of my time, a really an unnecessary amount of time, uh, dissecting the Firefly Funhouse match uh precise, precisely about 20 to 30 minutes per minute of the match uh so uh yeah that's me i'm the host of that podcast and
0: i will say that show has ruined specifically one moment for me and it's always the moment in the firefly funhouse match where um where <laughs> bray's like it's the, the table's yours john You can finally fix everything. (laughs) And then John Cena's face just morphs into a grim mask of death as he turns back at Bray, prepared to rap like a motherfucker at him. A
1: mean little rapping raisin he turns into.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So Bray Wyatt was originally on NXT as Husky Harris. And it was the fucking worst thing ever. He was just a big boy, basically. I don't know why everyone on NXT at that time just were like, hey, what if Southern? But that's what they were. Because there's like Ryback, who's a big, jacked, scary motherfucker. And I think he was just like a weird little cowboy whose catchphrase was, yep, 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 what it do and they thought that was what makes a good
1: wrestler. I gotta go back and watch more old NXT because that sounds incredible.
0: <laughs> uh then he became a hockey player for no apparent reason. Because Bray Wyatt loves horror movies we, so we much. Gotta, and
2: we, I, gotta, we gotta slow see we gotta slow down. We gotta so
0: Well, I'm giving like the prep. I'm giving okay. the lead in to Who we truly want to talk about? Who is the fiend and Mister Rogers? If he was a demon,
2: well, I mean, then you got you got to start off with the fact that this this man Bray Wyatt that his 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 Christian name is fucking Wyndham Rotunda, yeah. Which like, god damn,
0: it's a famous wrestling family. Like his brother.
2: Oh, none of them none of them
0: kept their christian name none <laughs> of them were like rotunda let's stick with that
2: why would you do that to a child that's just such that's such a that's such a name
0: yeah and then their dad was a tax man what wrestled people mm-hmm. not a joke Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah uh, bray bray dicked around as a, a weird little hockey man because he wanted to be a slasher movie villain and then he decided hey what if instead i just became a psychological horror villain oh you mean in this world where we all have to physically fight one another yeah, yeah, yeah. i want to be psychological all right let's <laughs> see if it works and then he became a swamp boy <laughs>
2: And that's that's where I saw him for for 10 seconds when I turned on the TV and was like, hey, there's there's three dudes hopping around in unitards and one of them's got a unicorn horn on his head and is playing the saxophone.
0: Uh, (laughs) Yes, (laughs) it is a trombone. It is a fucking trombone. Don't you dare disrespect
2: Francesca like that. This was like five years ago. And the only (laughs) one that I like imprinted on was the one who had a PhD and would go online and play video games.
0: God, he's so good. He's very uh, good. But yeah, Bray uh, Bray became a swamp man inspired by Wayland Mercy. So he just was a, an old cult leader who loved his sister Abigail very much, and also <laughs> he's got two very tall men with him. What punch, people? Yeah,
1: yeah. And that was. I miss the faction days of WWE when there were still groups when when you had when you had a weird swamp cult fighting an evil paintball team called the SHIELD.
2: Uh (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that does sound pretty good. (laughs) Why is it whenever I looked at it, it was just Like, a bunch of nondescript dudes with hair that looked like old, like, wet ramen, just wearing Speedos and, and punching and... Because uh, that's what it is 80% of the time. I hate that I know
0: precisely <laughs> who you're talking about right <laughs> now like you say wet ramen hair, I'm like, that's Dolph, I do. I know, I know it.
2: <laughs> I love how oh. upset you are that you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: but yeah you became a cult leader and that worked for a year and then john cena beat him at the main event of wrestlemania which we will come the fuck back to and from there on he just kept losing his luster because he kept losing matches and it's really hard to take the cult leader seriously when the cult doesn't do anything yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: That
0: is a a thing about cults. Yeah. And I, I was talking to Meg earlier, like, Bray is phenomenal when Bray knows what story he's telling, but in WWE, that changes by the week because Vince McMahon's a madman that rips up the script, so he went from having these very direct, good, spooky interviews where he's just like... And I know what's gonna happen to you, John. I'm gonna expose you to the world at... Re- like, very good. Very focused to just... I'm gonna say some spooky shit for a while. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing.
2: Um... You're, I can't help but notice that your your spooky cult leader Bray sounds a lot like uh, last week's Jeffrey Dean Morgan.
0: <laughs> They're the same part. No, oh God, I want this movie. I want this Jeffrey Dean Morgan Bray Wyatt movie now. That sounds incredibly good. Sister Abigail came to me and she said, Go on a rampage with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. And I did. <laughs> but now let's let's get into the real meat and potatoes as much as like a year ago even with what he's doing now i would have said we gotta talk about swamp break because it was so good Mm -hmm. but then the night after wrestlemania 35 we're all chilling excited to watch tv and then wwe just shows a cardboard box and a buzzard pops out of the top of it, looks around, and then cuts away
1: as if none of us noticed. Okay, I thought the gobbledygooker was coming back. I thought that that's right? What that right was the, the
0: camera. I had. <laughs> <laughs> I can- I had a theory, but I couldn't. I think at the time I said, "Whatever they do, it won't be as good." As just this random puppet showing up every week, <laughs> and they never address it. But over the weeks, we got to meet a uh, one dressed like a witch, uh, a rabbit, like multiple different puppets, and it all got weird. And then a kids' television show starts playing, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and there's good old spooky scary swamp bray except he's in a mr rogers sweater with his hair pulled back into a ponytail he is a white man in dreads so it's a little problematic and then he just has his own kids show he has his own blues clues on wrestling television Mm -hmm. i have watched all of them now by the way And I I will say, he's got a few stinkers in there. Do you know when they were? When Bray had no idea what the story was. So even the problem from Swamp Time pervases into new Bray. But, uh, yeah, after a few weeks of doing just the most over-the-top Tim and Eric bullshit, suddenly a spooky fucking clown shows up
2: and just (laughs) don't know why. I, I, I I have to know... Because so how how were people responding to this? Because see, I, after, after this, I fell down because I the, the order that this occurred in, which I guess we're going to be doing backwards, is I watched I watched the the fight. The, <laughs> I, I watched <laughs> the fight first.
0: <laughs> the Firefly Funhouse match of which afterwards you thought that there was more match because two wrestling moves happened in that <laughs> match and that's it.
2: I assumed that, that at some point they would do the thing that I, I watched wrestlers do um, namely get, get into a, a, a speedo smack each other for like 10 minutes or so and then call it a day after all the imaging at which point Scotty informed me no no the imaging was the thing and then I was like that fucking rules. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, but then, then I went back and I watched all the fun houses and, um, uh, shit, I lost the plot. Um, oh yeah. And then I fell down a complete, uh, wrestling VTuber rabbit hole into the whole, like, genesis of this, like, character shit. But, so you guys experienced this sh- shit in real time. Um, I have to a how did people, oh yeah, so that was how I found out that he was gone for eight months. After yes. after this swamp thing was just going nowhere to like retool and figure out what, what on earth he was going to do and where he was going to go next. So I I gotta know after after the eight month disappearance and and this like swamp swamp breeze playhouse thing or basically how he went from looking like the the uh, cult mud man to what did I what did I call him scotty hang on i
0: believe you called him a millennial bitch which is a weird thing to say (laughs) about a scary wrestler man um i i I don't want to get into this conversation because it is my fan fiction it is my but i will say there is a legitimate uh a couple while he was still swamp Bray, they did a uh wwe superstar ghost stories thing where guys would come on and tell spooky stories so he was made for that and during that he tells a story about going into the woods and a mysterious creature stares at him with bright y- horrifying yellow eyes and pale skin and like w- nasty withered hair he's talking about the fiend he is talking
2: about the spooky clown meaning that this has been in the works for fucking years yeah that's awesome I just mean, how did people react to, um, seeing the, 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 the playhouse like, oh, here, here we go. That when he doesn't have the evil clown mask on, he looks like a fucking Starbucks ass millennial basic bitch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually interested. Like Lil, how did you react to, to it when it happened? I was, I was very, ha- I have been from, I, I got into wrestling in like late 2015, um, and Bray Wyatt was already kind of on the downslope at that point, but still was somebody who I was like, you know, I've listened to enough Slipknot to be really, really into Bray Wyatt, and um, and and as soon as as so, you know, so I was really I was really kind of glommed on to him, but like over the years, I was like. Ah, shit, they're really just not doing it. He's just running in circles. So when they brought this, you know, this new packaging and this new this new I was like, okay, maybe we're going to see. Like, I was excited when it first started happening. I was very happy about it. I remember the general atmosphere being that people responded well to it uh the crowds i remember remember when those were a thing um the crowds responded well (laughs) to to, like the actual what yeah um the actual like like segments being shown um it it did start to flag a little somewhere in there before he actually started having matches but you know, for the well, most, part- it,
0: for me, I- I'm a big fan of when wrestling says, "Hey, let's just do some buck wild fucking bullshit." that may not work like i like i sent megan earlier mjf and chris jericho singing a cover of my shadow in me <laughs> on aew dynamite which is when like wrestling said let's do something fucking crazy and see if it pays off and so i was enthralled with these i was so fucking excited in the beginning with this because i was like yeah yes i want to see because every in the beginning every episode got better like it would be okay that's good oh shit he just killed a fucking rabbit a rabbit puppet people at home and then next week like oh shit now he's singing a song about being a muscle man and how to do a muscle <laughs> there's a Vince McMahon pu- like there was just so much shit and it was so great so i was so excited in the beginning of this although i did get vibes of there was a wrestler in 2013, 2012, I think, somewhere around there, named Brodus Clay. And he was a big, scary man who used to be a bodyguard for Snoop Dogg. And everyone's talking about, like, oh, Brodus is coming. Next week, Brodus arrives like Brodus on Raw.
2: Familiar.
0: Uh, did you used to security guard for Snoop Dogg? That might be how you know him.
2: Yeah, you know, back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and
0: so when he finally did debut... He was a big dancing dinosaur named the Funkasaurus. <laughs> that's I'm not why joking. it sounds
2: familiar. I know yeah. the Funkasaurus.
0: <laughs> and,
2: and so And
0: so that's I got a little bit of Funkasaurus vibes off this because everyone was like, when's Bray coming back? And then they did, and they they completely changed what anyone thought Bray Wyatt could have done. They changed it because it allows it's surprisingly humanized bray even though he is still a psychotic character he likes he can now go out and do interviews like that's what i liked about it because swamp you can't send swamp bray to good morning america Mm -hmm. no matter how much i want them to (laughs) but uh this bray since he is somewhat of a person can still go out stay in character but still do those like i saw an interview he did with espn and he basically was talking like any normal rest like there would still be moments but yeah it's very bray's so good like the only thing that was able to stop his momentum was the worst ever hell in a cell match with seth rollins where Mm. i hope where where oh god seth rollins seth rollins hit him with a toolbox and then beat the shit out of him. And then Bray pulled out a big Harley Quinn hammer. And then <laughs> Bray, I mean, the whole thing with The Fiend is he can't feel pain. And that Bray can't feel pain, so you can't exactly have him lose in this scenario. So how did he lose? Oh, Seth Rollins got disqualified in a match where a man has been thrown fifteen feet to the earth. The boy was like, "No, you've done too much. You've done too much, Seth.
1: Get away." This is why. This is why I hope this would with, w- this would come up because. I am one of the only people in the world who loves that match, and (laughs) I will stand up for it. Oh, so this is just
2: another one of these damp men. Oh, yeah, yeah. First of all... I I'm just having to Google every now and then. It's like, ah, yes, this is another wet gentleman. Fir- first of all, yes, yeah, Seth
1: Rollins is my damp boyfriend. He's the only... <laughs> uh, I, I love him so much. Uh, I actually, I should have worn my Seth Rollins shirt. Um,
2: but, uh... Oh, he makes the DreamWorks face in all these pictures. <laughs> You should find a picture of
1: him with his shitty little blood streak Because that that's what I oh, really Oh, it's so good It's so good He's it's got so the good. best evil laugh And here's <laughs> here's what I'll say about that finish It wasn't a disqualification It was a ref stoppage Because someone okay. got hit on the head with a hammer And, you know, it's not <laughs> 1998 anymore And they stop matches for things like that now <sighs>
0: okay 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 <laughs> anyways uh Bray struggled to get back on his feet became the champion then another person fucked that up by the name of bill goldberg who said i'm a 50 year old superhero i have to pin him so my children think
2: i'm a good man you know, this and uh, uh, yeah for.
1: he beat him that match pissed me off
2: that 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 i did read about as part of my my deep dive
0: Yeah, uh, Goldberg gets the title off of him at one of Vince McMahon's Blood Money Saudi Arabia shows, and that is what leads into the comeback of the fucking century. (laughs) When Bray says, I'm not going for the title because I'm a spooky clown, and I don't understand why I should want these baubles. (laughs) Instead, I'm gonna fuck up the man who ruined my career 30 years ago. John Cena, let's fucking go.
1: Uh. Oh,
0: and what... That leads to the greatest professional wrestling match of 2020, if not not the entirety of professional wrestling, the Firefly Funhouse match, where John Cena gets psychologically tortured by a scary barista for 15 (laughs) 15
2: minutes. (laughs) It's true, though. And, And you know what he looks like? He's having... John Cena, while getting psychologically tortured, looks like he's having the fucking time of his life. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the only time <laughs> that he's like been able to do anything fun in a while. Yeah. And I, I could say that because I got to watch him in Playing With Fire several weeks ago. Oh, <laughs> oh
1: no! Yeah, that one was a stinker. I also sat through that whole thing because I've been bored out of my skull these days.
2: Same. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Now,
0: see, this... This uh, he, he just, was a he just gr- can't
2: get on that same direct uh, trajectory as old Rock the Dwayne Johnson.
0: Mm-hmm. Or Batista. Like, there are so many people who have had better trajectories well, him, than no, Him
2: and Batista... Uh, uh, well, okay, I'll say Batista had Marvel going on. But mm-hmm. apart from that... Him and Cena are kind of stuck in the same mediocre, like, family film yeah. hell right now.
0: Although although John may have DC, because John's gonna be in uh, Suicide Squad, where they're hopefully gonna fix that abomination.
1: Batista had Blade Runner and Dune, so I think he's going in a whole other direction. He was yeah. in Blade
2: Runner for literally two minutes, which may, which depressed the shit out of me, because... The like little mini film he was in before the little it was like so interesting and intriguing and I was like oh neat I wonder where they're going to take this character in the Blade Runner sequel pro- oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but yeah no which is a bummer because Cena seems like such a, a a cool dude and I want him he to he really to be is in better like- things.
0: And he's gotten so much better in the world of wrestling since probably WrestleMania 31, I think, is when he had his big turnaround. Cause that's when he started like winning the U.S. title and shit like that. Before that, Cena kinda was the worst. And that's the point of the Firefly Funhouse matches showing Cena, hey, you fucking suck. You used to rap.
2: You were, yeah, that's, uh, RJ, who's my uh, co-host on my other show, my my fiance, he used to be, he was big into wrestling when he was a kid. So in the like, Hulk Hogan macho man, cause he's he's old. He's thirty five. He's very old. Um, <laughs> he's he's deeply old. Um, but so he stopped watching wrestling because he also has a, y- a younger brother who's around my age. But. Um, Right around when John Cena, like, first started. And so he was like, yeah, when John Cena first started wrestling, he was Marky Mark. That was his thing. <laughs> <laughs> he was wrestling Marky Mark. And I was like, huh. Because I uh, was only aware of John Cena as as the mayonnaise dad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, that's honestly one of my favorite moments. Because, like, the whole thing with John for a while was every fight, every rivalry he would get into, the bad guy would come in and be like, I'm going to do all this shit. You need to change. You need to grow so you can fight me. And then John Cena would be the exact same person he ever was. That's why one of my favorite moments from the Funhouse match is Bray looks at him and is like, You're not a hero. You fucked over so many people, John. You're the man now, but you're not a hero. It's now your chance to change. And John, that's when John makes his raisin face and goes back to doing the <laughs> same shit he's been doing.
1: God, it's good. He writes good- the word face with face in that line immediately <laughs> afterwards.
0: <laughs> oh, shit. It's just, it's. It's a fucking masterpiece of a match. And the best part was Megan messaging me everything that's happening, being more confused by the minute, and me frantically typing out theses <laughs> on every single thing. Why are they Hulk Hogan? Big man John. John in NWO? Heel turn. Just like everything.
2: <laughs> I was confused, but delighted.
0: Yeah, would you like to conduct a mini-interview of me and Lilith right now to explain everything?
2: Let's see. Okay, well, I have to go back and look at everything I was saying.
0: So, uh, everyone at home, basically, the Firefly Funhouse match, quick synopsis. Yeah, do that, that's more important. (laughs) He gets sucked into the Firefly Funhouse, and Bray Wyatt forces him to relive his entire career up until WrestleMania 30, where he beat Bray. And so you get good fan service, lots of weird shit happens along the way, but then they finally get to WrestleMania 30, and he says, "'John, it's now your chance to embrace things.'" Because the whole thing with WrestleMania 30 was that was supposed to be Bray's coronation. Instead, John beat him and he goes, now embrace it. And John takes a swing with a steel chair, effectively in the match, what would have turned him heel. And then he joins the NWO to draw comparisons between him and Hulk Hogan. Because Hulk Hogan turning heel and joining the NWO was like, a big thing for his career and made people care about Hulk Hogan again and then um then John beats up a pig <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets taken down by the fiend end of match it's so much better than i could
1: possibly explain yeah yeah it's really it's really it's really incredible and one of the things that sells the batch for me um it, it, it's really, it's just the perfect little uh, kind of coda at the end is uh, Titus O'Neil. They just cut to Titus O'Neil. And he just has his ha- hand over his head. He just says, I don't know what I just watched. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they cut to like a Snickers commercial. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. I didn't,
0: I was not a massive fan of this match the first time I saw it, mostly because I was a little bit too high. And I Mm. just had to sit through Edge and Randy Orton, do some bullshit for an hour. So I was very tired. But, like, the very next day, I said, I gotta watch that again. And, like, every few weeks, I just had that, I gotta fucking watch that again. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. I
0: watched it three times to prepare for this episode.
1: That was, it was during that match, like, uh, Diet Coke and I were watching it. Diet Coke is my co-host of the Big Match Minute. We were watching it uh, together on Discord. Both of us were very drunk, and um, and I just like pitched Diet Coke on the concept of, let's break this match down minute by minute, do an episode for each <laughs> minute, and Diet Coke was like, sure. <laughs> and yeah. that's the Big Match Minute was born.
2: There's so much content. Like uh, When Sky was saying that, that that's the, the show you do, I'm like, I can easily see that there's so much shit there going on (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) yeah we don't have a single boring like there's not a single episode where we go i don't know some people punched each other for this minute like no it it goes every single minute
0: (laughs) and like the flashbacks to kurt angle first calling out people and then john coming out and bray literally repeating word for word the kurt angle promo it's oh Ah, oh, chef's kiss. And then being Eric Bischoff at the end hand- Oh
1: my god. It's just so good. <laughs> Bray's, Bray's Eric Bischoff is really excellent. I oh,
2: don't know that. I RJ explained to me the Kurt Angle thing. I don't know the Eric Bischoff thing.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, Eric Bischoff was the owner of WCW, which is where the NWO was from, and he was also one of the leaders of the NWO. So he was the guy who was like, "I want to bring out one of the coolest
2: guys I know." Oh, that was the impression that he was doing. Okay,
0: yeah, he's such a oh god, he's such a little shit. Eric Bischoff is the fucking worst, but I love him. Only in wrestling can you really say that. God, that guy fucking sucks. Mm -hmm. God, I love him, though. Wrestling
2: in anime they are the same thing dude a lot of overlap watch a kenny
0: omega promo from new japan he is an (laughs) anime i watched one earlier today it was right after he had won the uh, junior heavyweight championship from kushida i think he takes the mic kenny omega and just goes (laughs) and cackles like a madman to the audience oh shit do you so any questions about (laughs) beret meg Um, you want to throw our (laughs) way and let us explain
2: i mean you you were explaining quite a bit in real time and then i did spend a lot of time like i said on wrestling youtube and wikipedia afterwards um i'm really glad i watched it after work and not on my lunch break as i had planned to because that would have been a mistake. <laughs> yeah, it would have broke you. You would have had to look and be like, "I can't work ever." Yeah, I can't no, I, work I at I, all I, anymore. I would have had like to go into like these Zoom meetings afterward. Would have been would have been like, "All right, so are you ready to talk more about the Connect campaign, where we're going to be discussing uh, rollouts for the new uh, Cloud Connect with Kafka data visualizations?" I would have been like. He had a puppet, and (laughs) John Cena. John Cena. He hit John Cena. Hit a pig puppet. John Cena. That barista tormented John Cena. He used to be a swamp man. (laughs) Just been like, "Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. go on. (laughs) (laughs) this really isn't relevant to our analytics engine but go on
0: (laughs) (laughs) tell me more about this barista
2: (laughs) (laughs) well he was a white man with dreads but we're willing to overlook that for the moment because of the other things that were happening
0: (laughs) oh shit well there is one question you had and in fact i had as well and it's how did this spooky fucking swamp man get his job at starbucks and become a barista (laughs) yes yeah and so that's actually what i have done for my fan fiction i was very tired last night and i just said let's just write this whole fucking thing out real quick so little backstory to mine Um, The big rivalry he had before he went away, because he did other shit, like he feuded with Finn Balor, he joined Matt Hardy, and that was fucking weird. But the main one was Randy Orton basically destroyed the entire Wyatt family from within, and then set Bray's house, which has his sister buried underneath it, on fire randy orton burned a woman alive or i'm not alive <laughs> and he was still the good guy in the match
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wrestling's well, because, fucking dumb because he he didn't project roaches into the ring and that's bad guy shit <laughs>
0: i would i was there for that wrestlemania yeah. when them roaches got on and i was like you
1: know what i don't hate this yeah, I don't hate these. Roaches. I didn't mind the roaches at the time. They got a bad rap, but uh, those roaches were kind of fun. <laughs> Wait, yeah. this guy's
2: a this guy's a good guy.
1: <laughs> Randy, yeah, he looks like a big scary
0: snake. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. he looks he looks like a he, he he's he a looks bad like guy now. Took, he looks like if you took Brock Lesnar and like 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 smooshed him to make him taller. <laughs>
0: um yeah no he's a bad guy now because he kicked star of money playing edge in the head and it made everyone really mad mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he did also yeah, kick Rand- an 80 year old man in the head yeah but he had it coming yeah, after everything rick flair's coming. done
2: he had it coming yeah yeah wait who'd he kick in the head Rick Flair. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, he, he deserves. He's just it.
0: like big man. You're my best friend, Mister Mister Man. And then ah,
2: <laughs> woo, <laughs> woo, <laughs> big old the sound, the sound him head. going into space. Woo, <laughs> <laughs> woo. <Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo.
1: laughs> Rick Flair's blasted off again. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but yeah randy wow there's no i'm i'm just going through google images like i'm just scrolling there is no picture of randy orton where he doesn't look like a douchebag oh yeah he's a douchebag he's a big because he is he's
1: shitting people's bags Uh uh-huh
2: how is Uh, this guy not like i mean don't i mean isn't the rule that like if you play a good guy at some point you have to kind of look like a good guy
0: He grew a beard, so it made him more... He grew a beard so he looked more sexual, so I think that might have been it. <laughs> Girls wanted to, to Isn't fuck that, him. like,
2: part of kayfabe is you have to believably look like you could be a good dude at some point? Well,
1: I think, the, I, I think the one time that Randy Orton has kind of looked like a good dude is when Brock Lesnar turned his forehead into a fruit gusher with his uh, elbow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess if anyone's standing next to Brock Lesnar, they kind of look like a good dude in comparison. yeah
0: yeah Uh, but yeah Bray's Bray's sister sister Abigail basically raised him she was buried underneath the house and then Randy set it on fire and Bray got real upset and put some cockroaches in the ring I guess
2: wrestling is anime
0: (laughs) so uh, let me uh, hold on I, I do need to get into the into the vibe for this one so just forgive me Oh okay, yeah, for the, the
2: listeners at home who can't appreciate <laughs> this. <laughs> so uh Scotty has had the Firefly Funhouse um as the ba- as the background for this this call and uh now we're in a scary barn. <laughs> <laughs> there is a rocking chair. I've got his rocking chair
1: behind good. me too, so oh, that's good. We're,
2: we're in a, a specific thematic scary barn.
0: Yeah, I'm in I'm in Swamp Bray mode right now. <clears throat> and I... Oh, God, I have to do the voice. Abigail told me I could change the
3: world. Every day. And she knew you couldn't change the world through wicked ways. You couldn't change the world through evil, man. Every day we'd wake up, go out in the woods behind the farm, and Abby would teach me the way. Just about once a week, we'd find an old, lost little lamb that managed to get out of the fence covered in its own blood normal man would just shoot it put it out of its misery but abigail knew better man she'd take those lambs back bandage up their wounds and they grow to be stronger and more powerful than their brothers because of her because of abigail we were her lost little lambs and she made us stronger man i remember holding her hand I remember holding her hand and looking into her eyes as she was fading away and she told me the same thing she always told me. Ray, baby, you can change the world. You can heal the lost lambs. You can save them from darkness. She told me I was the one. She called me her shepherd and as tears rolled down my face, I asked her, how how do I find these lost lambs? How do I find them in this world of darkness? And she she didn't laugh man she laughed and she said "Bray, just follow the buzzards and i've been doing that ever since been finding lost souls doing what i can to raise them make them stronger than they were before just doing what abigail would do rowan Braun, harper they were lost until they found me man but you see what abigail never told me about those buzzards were exactly why they flew towards those lost souls See, those buzzards were flying because they saw the lambs as easy pickings, fresh meat to slop down their gullet and devour before moving on to the next carcass in their sights. And man, I have seen a lot of buzzards around here. And I tried, man, I really tried to show the world exactly who they were, tried to expose them, and the world laughed at me. Tried to show him that John Cena was nothing more than a vulture Picking at the carcasses of every man he stood up against Tried to show him that the Undertaker, the dead man Was just sticking around to see what fresh bodies would pile up for meat Before he took his last ride off into the sunset And then, then there's Randall And I was wrong about Randall, man, I was wrong thought he was just a buzzard flapping his wings circling around a barrel full of dead meat but no randall randall was a snake and abigail tried to warn me about snakes man she told me that buzzards were nothing to worry about could spook them away with anything but snakes were different abigail told me that a snake could shed its skin but it don't change who he is but like icarus man i flew i flew when i saw randall flew up higher and higher claimed gold hell bent for glory and i knew my time had come knew i could make people see i was finally going to show the world who randall was and i did exactly that and then i felt the wax of my wings melt down crash into my skin melting it to bone as i saw randall set fire to my home to abigail's home Thanks to me. She always told me to stay away from snakes, man, because a buzzard flies when it's scared, but a snake bites. But no one cared about that, man. Randall showed the world his fangs, and they cheered. That's the thing, man. No matter how many times I showed the world who the real demons in the shadows were, they always ignored Bray Wyatt. They didn't embrace my truth because when I stood up toe-to-toe with these monsters, I always lost. See, that's the thing about the devil, man. People will worship him as long as he's winning. The wicked become conquering heroes and the good men become tombstones. And Abigail was gone, man. She went out in that blaze with the rest of her home and I was lost. And I tried man i tried to find someone like her tried to find someone who could save me whether it was a demon king broken brilliance i tried to find a way back to who i was but i couldn't i needed abigail man i needed her and then i heard it i heard it a voice i ain't heard in years man the man in the woods the eater the yellow-eyed Fiend, seven foot tall walking upright pale as a pearl abigail told me about the fiend man she told us to beware the man in the woods for he is real but i uh i couldn't help myself as a child i saw him in the forest while looking for my slingshot eyes yellow as a cat skin stretched back into into a smile and as he held out his hand to me i saw my slingshot in his right hand And I ran back to Abigail as fast as I could, but Abby, Abby ain't here no more, man. And when I saw him again, thin hairs trickling down the side of his face, he reached out that hand once again, and he spoke. Nothing can stop it, man. His very eyes can be like daggers shooting through your skull. His very touch can turn a holy man into a reprobate. He can pull your soul from your very throat and slam it into the pits of hell itself. And I wanted to run, man. I wanted to run back into Abigail. Tell her I'm sorry. Ask her for forgiveness. But but I needed to make the people listen, man. I needed to make them listen. And I couldn't do that by losing I couldn't do that without him. Let me in. And so I reached out for that hand, man. I reached out for the man in the woods, and then all I saw was the yellow of his eyes. All I saw was yellow and then red and then white, a bright blind and not light. And I felt so much pain. Man, pain you can't even imagine. Every ounce of blood in my body was boiling. Every nerve ending felt like venomous, ratless, biting into me. My bones were breaking apart and it didn't stop. My body was frozen in place and I looked back down at his hand and I swore. I swore I saw my own skull swinging from the end of it. And then I remembered what Abby said when I got back to the cabin that night. She asked me about him. She asked me about the fiend, and I told her he was just trying to return my slingshot. And then she laughed and she said, poor, poor baby Bray, you know, you know, that's his slingshot, too. Because you are the man in the woods. I swear, I felt my entire body get broken down piece by piece. But eventually I was able to walk, man. I was able to walk with the fiend, able to keep the pain down. And eventually the pain became just a whisper in the back of my mind. And eventually, man, I couldn't feel the pain at all. In fact, the burning of my skin, the, the boiling of my blood, it started to... <laughs> it started to... Oh man. It started to... It
0: started to... <laughs> 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 oh, yowie, wowie! <gasps> and you see, boys and girls, with just a little interference from your friendly neighborhood demonic entity, you too can have your very own Firefly Funhouse! <laughs> He gave me a home, new friends to play with, and even more importantly, he's here to fix all the problems I've made in the past. I mean, did you see what he did to John Cena? You know, in fact, I think he's fixed just about everything. Well, almost everything. Ah, here's hoping Vince has enough blood money to pay for that match, am I right? Don't count on it, pal. Oh, well guess it's time to finish up our little story, huh? So, the fiend took Bray, Abby, and all their little friends and gave them a brand new home! It's their Firefly Funhouse! Complete with water slide and torture chamber! They laughed and played and Bray even rescued a beautiful princess from a horrifying beast in a swamp! And they all lived happily ever after! Oh, thank you, thank you, but... You know something, that is a great story, but I want y'all to know that The Fiend can do this for you, too. All you have to do is... Let me in. Bye! Bye! Bye-bye-bye, it was a fun time! <laughs> don't don't challenge me on writing a fucking (laughs) wrestling promo let's go holy shit (laughs) so yeah uh bray couldn't get anywhere by losing and he knew the only way to win would be by aligning himself with the yellow-eyed fiend who took his memories away left him a shell of a man and that's who we see in the firefly funhouse
2: I didn't want to, uh, you know, like uh, stop you while you were on a roll there because, you know, you were on a very serious roll. Yeah. Um, But especially at like the slingshot part, you were like maybe a register or so below Lin Manuel Miranda. (laughs) In
3: the eye of a hurricane, man. they're the buzzards
2: a slingshot the yellow eyed demon
0: (laughs) (laughs) that was the worst part because that's from his actual like ghost story about the vein and i was like man slingshot's fucking dumb but i gotta write it in (laughs) (laughs) it's like when i do sammy magic i'm like that's a fucking terrible decision jk but i have to put it in because it's in the book But yeah uh i i wanted to see i wanted to figure out what happened and that's all i could come up with was well he kept losing so his message is no longer making sense to people so he has to win the fiend has barely ever lost with only a few really unfortunate exceptions (laughs) so that's my uh that's my fic meg what'd you bring to the table Yes,
2: let let me be the trash bridge between you and Lilith. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the concept that I had, um, Lilith. Uh, so here's here's what we do here on this show. Uh, Scotty writes something that's very evocative and sincere <laughs> and involved. Uh huh. And I throw together some bullshit. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I mean, especially in this case, because I was like, "I don't know what the fuck this is." Uh, but and and so a lot of times, what we'll also do is uh, we'll try to what's the word? Maybe like misdirect each other or conceal things and uh, try to hide like the money truth plane. of what we yeah, or hide the, hide the fact that we're actually writing something about Money Plane. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm not going to do that here, because that's not where the merit of this is. Uh, and it also would imply that there is merit in this piece, um, and there is not. So the idea that I kind of came upon here is uh, when I was watching it, and I did text Scotty uh, during the one part where he is back in his spooky uh, barn <laughs> yeah doing his the Wyatt wayland, compound what i now know is a wayland mercy thing and at the time i said what the hell is this true detective ass monologue <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so I, I had this idea where i was like oh okay wait nah th- th- this i've got this thing because the whole cult thing has very true detective season one vibes um which have have either of you seen true detective
1: i
0: have not that's the that's matthew mcconaughey and jeff a morgan no who is it who's the other one it's matthew mcconaughey and somebody uh um it's another handsome human being no is I it mean not? I, you
2: know what? I shouldn't I shouldn't Oh, wait. I, should, I, was oh exactly. um, I shouldn't say that so aggressively. I don't know what people are into. Um Woody, ain't it? Woody
0: Harrelson.
1: Oh yeah. I
0: did just try to look up True Detective, and I just wrote True Harrison, which is <laughs> a much better concept.
2: Now there's a show. Uh yeah, so season one of True Detective is Um, Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson are detectives, perhaps of the true variety, and they're in Louisiana, and there's a serial killer, they're in the swamps, they're cultists, and there's a dude who sits around saying cryptic shit about, like, the Pale King in... Old cor- Carcosa de Waits and Murr. Now, nah, me, I'm a weird cryptic. I'm swamp a cultist! Man. Man. <laughs> yeah. I'm a cultist and.
1: It sounds um, like a great show.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I do a weird incest. man, <laughs> Meh. <laughs> 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 it is a really good show. The second season is, is absolute trash, and the third season is very, very good. Um, but, uh, so yeah, so I was like, oh, all right, yeah. So, okay, what if we did a true detective and Detective John Cena is assigned oh! to the backwoods swamps of Florida, which is great because Bray Wyatt is from Florida, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which I learned.
0: <laughs> like every wrestler ever, yeah. Well,
2: that's where the that's where the training grounds be. Apart, except for John Cena, who's from Massachusetts. he's from Massachusetts. He's a Mass Boston,
0: Boston. He's, Boston. From, he's a mass hole.
2: Yeah. He was out in the ad. Man, I'm gonna go wrestle out in the ad. <laughs> it's
0: got smack pack. My car's got smack pack. <laughs> I'm
2: gonna go be a detective, man. I'm John Cena. Cena.
0: <laughs> He's not turning into Joey Wheeler for me.
2: <laughs> you, I'm gonna go wrestle you, and be a detective. You You
0: can't see me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so Detective John Cena, mm-hmm. which is the blue eyed white words, <laughs> is assigned down in the backwood swamps of Florida to a case um of of swamp cultist Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt <laughs> family. <laughs> And, uh, you know, he's he's chasing after them and uh, but he's he's unable to to actually locate them or or get any kind of useful leads. He, He finds these sort of burned out buildings with cryptic messages spray painted across it, just the phrase follow the buzzards. And he's getting very frustrated. And you know, he's doing a thing where he like slams his fists down on a table and is just like damn it. Because I, I John Cena doesn't say the F word. <laughs> no. He does he doesn't say the fuck curse. Um,
0: <laughs> there's one of his raps, I think it's uh John his the literal chorus is Don't Fuck with John Cena. I'm a bad, bad man. It's my favorite song of all time. And it took me about 5 million listens until it finally connected with me that the man John Cena is saying the word fuck it took me I was like no he definitely doesn't say fuck and then I remembered, oh wait John Cena with his dumb human mouth uttered the words don't fuck with John Cena I'm a bad, bad man
1: you ever seen the, the music video for that song it's so
2: good it's so <laughs> fucking <the> insane <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't believe you. I think that was Ar, what is Ard, Ar, whatever. I think that, I think that was he's put got, in later no, by He's got a curse else.
0: guy. He's got a guy who
1: comes in and curses. <laughs> yeah, for
2: Yeah, him.
0: it's actually Wait, Mark
2: a-
1: Wahlberg. Uh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that'd be so fucking amazing if John's in like <laughs> a heated rivalry with the Undertaker. <laughs> and he's just like, you know what, Undertaker? And then he holds out a microphone to Mark Wahlberg next to. Fuck you, Undertaker!
2: (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, how's your mom? (laughs)
0: How's your mother doing? Say hello to her for me.
2: Fuck you! (laughs) And, um... And so... Yeah, no, um... He's, he's, uh, unfortunately unable to... They have, like, the... He comes, like, real close to... Capturing them, and I had this written down as question mark question mark He gets away, but in this information that you guys so helpfully delivered to me, in a big fire where <laughs> where the Wyatt family colt house burns down, <laughs> all the evidence is destroyed, and he gets away. And Detective John Cena is unable to make any arrests, and the case goes cold. And eventually, uh, Detective John Cena is reassigned to a different unit and is given a new partner, and it's Rust it's Rust Cole, just so that which is Matthew McConaughey's character, just so that I can just do Matthew McConaughey voices <laughs> real quick.
1: <laughs> oh, never a bad time to do that. No, never.
2: And uh Man, it'd be funnier if y'all had seen True Detective <laughs> because Damn, he says a big the most bullshit right. stuff. <laughs> he has the best goddamn lines in that show. Uh, the the one of the he just says dumb shit and it drives Woody Harrelson up the fucking wall. There's a great scene where he's like, he's like, can you just stop saying like some kooky bullshit for like five seconds? And he's just like, yeah, okay. Like he looked, and he goes, you look tired. Did you get any sleep last night? And he goes, I don't sleep anymore. I just dream. <laughs> and Woody Harrelson just looks at him like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. And, and him being paired up with John Cena would be so great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because he'd be like all fucking square jawed and like you know i'm coming off of like a real bad case but i'm looking forward to working with you we're gonna catch criminals together <laughs> and then just be like society is the real criminals so he's gary Busey. he's
0: not even matthew piccata he's full on well, he, leans, he
2: leans like this the whole time He's oh, like yeah. constantly on like drugs and he's just like Man's the real animals. <laughs> Religion is a story we tell ourselves to beat back the darkness. Time is a <laughs> flat circle. I mean, our name's Rust. That's not a people name. <laughs> <laughs> John Cena would just be like, neat,
0: <laughs> nifty. <laughs>
2: You can't see me.
0: <laughs> I am John Cena. Hello.
2: <laughs> no, nah, I can't see you, but that's mostly because my eyes are so goddamn squinty. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so I assume season 2, he's in a new city and then a series of cloud murders start happening connected to a children's TV show.
2: <laughs> no, so no, what happens is that um they are invited by a, another uh, officer, like another detective in like it's it's like the holidays or something. And one of the other detectives is like, like, come on, come come over to my house, like spend get like a warm, like home cooked meal with my family, you know, the wife and the kids like no one no one should be alone on the, the holidays. It's It's depressing, like, for God's sake, the two of you. Between Mm. you and your obsession with your work, John, and whatever the fuck it is you do, Rust, (laughs) Jesus, do you you even have furniture in your home? (laughs) No, you just have a, a, a bare mattress on the floor and then case stuff. Into to the wall because you're a depressing man both of you come to my home and they go oh all right and so they do and it's nice and they have a warm meal and they enjoy themselves well john detective john cena enjoys himself the uh, de- detective rust cold probably just sits there and is just like family is an illusion we're we we, <laughs> <laughs> we all die someday hey little timmy did you know Santa's not real and he'll probably touch you or something? I don't fucking know. <laughs> and um then in the background, um, as the TV is playing, Detective John Cena hears a voice that he knows he would he, that he would recognize anywhere, saying, Oh, hey, my little hey there, my little fireflies. Wow, yowie! And he's just like, what the fuck it just shoots up like a like a fucking um what are those dogs meerkats in. That's not a. That's not a dog. <laughs> it's not
1: a dog, but it is an <laughs> apt
2: comparison. <laughs> My favorite dog, meerkat. He shoots up like those, like, like, those do- like those great dogs, you know, meerkats. <laughs> he's just like holy, j-. and he's like, turn that. Up. Wait, what's that? What's that show? Turn that. And like, oh yeah, that's just the show. God, the kids love it. It's this, the Firefly Funhouse. They love it. I, this guy's a little wacky, but um, no, the kids love him. He's got like these crazy puppets. I'd also um,
0: love if, at this point, very fucking stoned Matthew McConaughey starts talking about how it's his favorite television. <laughs> no, show. no, no.
2: This is the, I'm the. Am I doing the voice, Scotty? No. This is the. This is the other cop. He's talking about his kids. Like the kids really love this. They, they love this guy. Rust is still sitting at the table going. TV isn't real. All personalities are <laughs> fake. <laughs> Entertainment is just something we do to pass the time until the inevitability of our passing to the great beyond. Russ, shut up Jesus. over there. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got to watch True Detective. Um, and so John C.'s like, turn, turn that up. And so he, he sits down and he looks, and he looks wildly different. Gone is the. Uh, you know, matted hair of the the unkempt swamp man, and in front of him is a, a clean cut, uh, friendly, wide eyed, besweatered man talking friendly, chattering friendly to a host of puppets, uh, surrounded by uh, maybe not the happiest looking children, but <laughs> definitely children. <laughs> but John knows knows he recognizes it he knows that that's Bray Wyatt that that is the leader of the Wyatt family and he knows that he's got to track him down and that he can get him for good this time and um, he tells all this to Russ and he's like I know this sounds crazy I know you're not going to believe me but this children's television show host is a cult leader (laughs) and Russ Russ says yeah man they're all cult leaders it's a cult of personality let's get (laughs) him I'm gonna be honest with you that's as far as I got cult of personality that's
1: when CM Punk's music hits get it again get it again
0: I'm happy I wasn't the only. I guess it's because I am in wrestling mode. But I know cult of personality is a normal phrase. But no, I just hear.
2: <laughs> Look, all I know about CM Punk is that he, he was in a rips. movie called "The Girl on Like the Third Floor" or something like that, where a house yeah. is haunted and it comes on him.
1: Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah
0: I, he's my favorite wrestler of all time but he's made some choices uh-huh. he's made some life choices since leaving wwe um fuck all of that fanfic did was make me think of a separate fanfic i now want to do which is this week on buzzfeed unsolved we're at the wyatt compound <laughs> i've enjoyed- there's a moment where fucking Shane's rocking back and forth in the in the fucking rocking chair. Come on, Bray. Come on and get me. I'm rocking in your chair now. It's my chair now. It's comfy chair. It's pretty comfy chair. Where's your sister at, Bray? Your sister sounds like a
1: bitch.
0: God, that's good. Son of a bitch, that's all I want now is Shane and Ryan to go check out the Wyatt compound.
2: Whether or not the Wyatt compound is really haunted <laughs> remains unsolved.
1: <laughs>
0: <Solved>. <laughs> Many people wonder what happened here. Theory number one, it was a front for some professional wrestlers. I don't think that one's real. (laughs) Yeah, no, that sounds fake.
1: That sounds fake as fuck.
0: (laughs) Oh, shit. Lil, you got any fanfic ideas? It's okay if you don't.
1: We're already running long. Ah, ah, hmm, hmm, hmm. Mm, it's mostly just bray wyatt and seth kissing that's all i got up here uh seth rollins <laughs> and bray wyatt just kissing that's all i got sorry head empty just two boys kissing <laughs> valley i mean i mean you could do
0: that as like a romeo and juliet style situation i would well, love
1: to see that like during the seth wyatt fa- or the shield wyatt family feud like <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> They don't, fuck, yeah. they don't understand. They don't understand. They don't understand our love. <laughs> I
0: really do. well I guess it did with Alexa. But they're like the whole thing with the fiend is if he gets near you, he will change you. I just want one who like he touches him and they're me like, man, you want to fuck? You want to <laughs> go right
2: now? He will change you. Like, hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs>
0: I will say, and me and Megan discussed this. Once he got out of the swamp gear, Bray got uncomfortably fuckable for me, and I don't <laughs> like that.
2: Because he's so adorable, like yeah. I'm like
0: I'd fall asleep in those strong arms.
2: Mm-hmm. Kind of cuddly looking. He's so
0: cuddly. I love him. Well, but it's then, but my- then, he,
2: then he puts on that fucking like insane clown, go- that golf, insane clown posse shit. And now I'm turned on. Now I <laughs> come now, from this is now I'm just straight up horny. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's the thing. Well, That's the thing. Is I'm I'm a I'm a, a, a filthy I'm one filthy and two a lesbian. I didn't want to say both of those things in the same sentence, but the dirty clown <laughs> that does it for me because then you know gender mm, <laughs> and the swamp thing again. I just have a whole Slipknot thing that goes back to high school, and I just. It just does something for me
2: <laughs> i was always scared see see i'm a little bitch and i was always very frightened of slipknot like not mm. even the music but just like like i go into um i'd go into like hot topic for like pokemon shit or whatever and just just images of the band slipknot would frighten me because i'm a soft bitch they have
1: very scary <laughs> masks um and and yeah I, I i get it um that's i i'm i'm somebody who if you put a mask on somebody i'm a, i'm in i'm in i'm like i think masks are so cool which is part of why the fiend uh uh appealed to me as much as it did part of why slipknot appeals to me when the shield (laughs) came out their weird little paintball mask (laughs) that was fun
2: (laughs) like on a on a non-horny level i think it's cool because i I found out that like tom savini uh made the mask and like that's dope Mm as shit like that Mm -hmm. is legitimately very cool yeah um
0: meanwhile i'm over here just looking up most fuckable wwe superstars just so i could also be in this horny conversation and one of the one of the options was on pinterest a hundred plus aj fuckable styles idea oh dear aj fuckable
2: styles and
1: here's the thing there's one answer to the most fuckable wwe superstar and it's cactus jack
2: <laughs> and to google
1: and it's ricochet see, yeah, that's the thing.
2: normally i don't think of wrestlers on a fuckable scale because it's usually women who i want well it's thing. not that women don't wrestle but like when i think of wrestlers i think of dudes first and usually it's women who i want to like bend me over their leg and snap me in half and is is dudes who usually i'm thinking about being cuddly or mm. Or, Look up Rhea Ripley. Or my, or, or my dirty oh, old man I was about crushes. to say Rhea Ripley. What is <laughs> Rhea Ripley. Google Rhea Ripley. Just, okay, how am I spelling? Well, oh, wait. For, first, I'm, first, I'm Googling Cactus Jack. I'm Googling <laughs> okay. so many things.
0: <laughs> uh, Rhea Ripley is a bisexual's dream and no nightmare. No comes
2: up when you Google Cactus Jack just... Just pictures of Travis Scott's uh, clothing line. Yeah,
1: that's Travis Scott's new thing. I forgot about that. Yeah,
2: look up... So that's been ruined, I guess. Yeah, look up Cactus... Oh, wait, here we go. Wrestler. There you go. Um... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's not my brand, but...
0: (laughs) No, look up Rhea Ripley. I guarantee... A noise will be admitted, and yeah. it will be involuntary.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> yeah! <laughs> there <it laughs> is. Yeah, there
1: we go. There we go. <laughs> I sometimes, I, I Diet Coke, my co-host of the Big Match Minute, I will just sometimes like torture her by sending her like gifts of Rhea Ripley. Like, like, have you ever seen the gifts of her just like doing pull-ups? backstage oh in NXT. God. it's it is no uh, because
0: I'm still alive <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: I, yeah I would implode <laughs> yeah. I mean to be she also looks like she would like shove me into a locker though please yeah like, she, she please. looks like she would bully me yeah. I would let her I
0: would, I would, yeah, would no let I mean her. I would
2: thank like she would push me and call me names and then I would thank her
0: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right well we've my birthday week was perfect what are we doing next week meg what are you you bringing to the table
2: um i feel like we got to do something to cleanse the deeply horny energy in the room right now
0: (laughs) (laughs) we have to cast a spell
2: um i'm uncomfortable
0: with the rhea ripley horniest because i didn't name my daughter after her Mm. Well, you do, yeah,
2: she's named after a different Ripley, right?
0: No, she is literally named after Rhea Ripley. Like, I oh. also like Ripley oh, from thought, Alien. Oh, I
2: thought you named her after uh, Space Ripley.
0: I d- well, that's what I tell people, because if I tell uh. people that I named my daughter after two separate professional wrestlers, I would
1: get looks. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm, I'm giving you one right now, bud. <laughs>
1: It's a solid life decision, in my book. She but. was
0: she was named after the first woman to main event a WrestleMania, Rebecca Becky Lynch, and she was named after the first NXT champion to defend a title at WrestleMania, Rhea Ripley. So fight
1: me! I love it. Historic I love it. women. I will. I'll stand up. I'll stand up for that. But with the caveat that I am the kind of person who did get married in a Taco Bell. So like do that fucking rip!
2: <laughs> That's so much better than how we did it! I have yet to get married, so, I mean, Lord knows... At this point, Lord knows where the fuck it's gonna happen. Yeah, we'll see
1: where marriage number two happens, because uh, the Taco Bell marriage just didn't work out. But it's still a fun story. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I'm ordained, Meg, when all of this is
0: over, you and RJ just go somewhere, and I'll surprise marry you. <laughs>
2: okay you're going to you're going to you've got like two other ordained people you're going to have to fight at this point. This is like part of the re- this is like literally 30% of the reason we're not married yet is because we have multiple ordained people who are like literally about to have a physical altercation about marrying Could us.
0: Could we do the old improv game where it's three heads and each of us
1: have to say a word? <laughs> <laughs> Here's Here's a better Dude, idea. Dude, it's
2: getting to that point.
1: Here's a better idea. TLC match. Marriage certificate <laughs> above the ring.
2: You might not want to do that. One of them's in the military.
0: <laughs> Marriage contract on a pole
2: match. I, I know for a fact she's bigger than you.
0: <laughs> Alright, have you, All have right. you decided?
2: Um, I know, I've been stalling while I've been looking. Uh, uh, <laughs> wow, we've really been going through here. Oh, oh, I think we were, I was, te- oh yeah, I was teasing you about it in Rampage. Uh, oh man, I only want to talk about that. I don't want to write about it.
0: Fuck. <laughs> I mean, that's what DuckTales was. It was, I don't want to fucking talk about DuckTales. I
2: know, I want to talk about it because I have a lot of opinions about it. I don't want to write. Yeah, well, you know what, what the fuck? Fuck it. Princess and the frog.
0: Fuck yes. <laughs> Hell yes. I'm about to eat so
2: many beignets. Cuz I was, I was, I, was so- I was teasing you because you're, what was it that your 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 horrifying Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Mallory oh, yeah. shit just became the uh, the the what do you call it that Cajun the Cajun firefly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so, man. yeah, let's just, you know what? Let's just do it. Let's embrace it.
0: I feel bad for Jeffrey Dean Morgan now, because I know that's not his voice in almost anything, but now anytime someone's sounds like Jeffrey Dean Morgan's in that, Hey, yeah, I can't wait to see Jeffrey Dean Morgan over my green one more time. <laughs> yeah, right, that's, that's what Jeffrey Dean Morgan sounds like. Where, uh, where can people find y'all on the internet?
1: Oh, do I go first? Uh, yes yeah. you,
2: you are you are the guest tell us tell us, let's you let's sky do, do the thing properly Lilith, what what is your podcast? What you do? Where can people find you when you're not being psychologically tormented on here like so many John Cena's in, in various <laughs> Firefly Funhouses? houses? Well,
1: you can uh, you can find me being psychologically tormented uh, with other professional wrestling matches. Uh, we're currently breaking down the final deletion minute by minute over on the oh, big yes. match minute. Yeah, I, I thought that would get <laughs> oh. a reaction. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes it's 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 already a very good time we're like three minutes in um <laughs> and uh i also make a heavy metal role-playing podcast called ghost puncher core uh, oh that sounds awesome it's very fun it's very gay it's very satanic uh go to all good things yeah yeah go to like this show um and uh, and check that out and if you want to you know read my bad tweets you can go to twitter.com slash death carpets and that's that's all i got
0: very good very good megan where can people find you
1: they
2: can't <laughs> <Good> for you <laughs> fuck these people <laughs> um they can find me uh in you know i'm a. I'm Around. Just ask around. Just be like, hey, you see, you see Megan lately? I've heard they're at uh, oh no Lit Class, a podcast about classic literature. And the various ding-dong jokes. Jo- jokes. Blah, <laughs> jokes. I, fuck me. The various ding-dong jokes that may be located therein. And that is at Onolicklass.com or wherever, wherever podcasts. Where, wherever those podcasts and if you want more of this, and you know you do, you can get that at Meg underscore danger on Twitter. And, <laughs> Hell yeah. And you can find me. I don't know where
0: this is coming from. If, if you just look up in the sky and follow me on Twitter at Mo, Scotty Moe, <laughs> Ammo and check out all my other podcasts including The Mini Adventures of Sammy Magic, which is essentially my own Harry Potter fanfiction if it was not written by a fucking turf. And you can find that and all the other shows at a load of
2: purebs.com Thank you to Best Day who made the music that lets you know when the podcast is starting and when the podcast is done. <laughs> If you like yep. their music, then you can hear more of it at soundcloud.com slash best hyphen day or by going to Spotify or Apple Music and searching for best day. And uh, you can support us on
0: patreon.com slash load of BS. It's where you can support us. It's only $5 a month. Gets you tons of exclusive content. And our Discord, where we hang out, bebop around, go on virtual trips to Disney World. It's all there at patreon.com slash a load of BS. And, of course, pick up your fun fiction merch at merch.loadofpurebs.com. But most importantly, just tell a friend to join the cult of fun fiction we we need an army of cultists out there working around the clock to get everyone's ears filled with me and megan and lilith and you can do that by opening your mouth i'm so fucking tired
2: that was was going real good for a second there but before before you got to filling your ears with me and Megan and Lilith I was going to say this was one of our more coherent sign offs yet <laughs> no. but then you were like hey no. we need an army of cultists put us in your <laughs> ears and open your mouth it's weird how many
1: <laughs> how many times a derailment starts with we need an army of cultists it almost seems like that's a bad want
0: <laughs>
2: that's what happened to Bray
0: Wyatt's career <laughs>
2: good has ever started with we need an army of cultists (laughs) (laughs) other than a cult you're correct